Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. Well, I was starting to have an orgasm in the dream, and then I woke up, and I was actually having one. There's a part of me that's a little tired of sharing. I'm very interested at this point in my life, right, with having someone that's more dominant. All right, everyone, welcome back to another Q&A. I'm sorry I have been behind on this. Um... You know, it's, it is a little hard to keep up with these days. There's, I'm trying to, as I said, I'm trying to put out more podcasts and do my best with that. And I'm feeling a little bit of pressure that because I'm getting to the end of the year and, you know, I really just want to, um, (laughs) just finish up strong, whatever the hell that means. I'm not really sure, but I just feel like, you know, this is it. Like this is the end of the Curious Girl Diaries and I, or it's getting close to the end. So while I went through my phases with it, there were times where I just didn't even want to touch it. I didn't want to put anything out there. I didn't want to write. I didn't want to share anything. Now I'm sort of like oversharing maybe, (laughs) trying to compensate for those periods of, eh, you know, where I'm being more reclusive, but Anyhow, so I am I am going to be doing my best and I need to get cooking on that. So here we go. So we're going to start with some today's just Q&A and um, I've got about 13 questions. So I'll do my best to get through them and keep this in a reasonable time frame and, and not ramble. But for those of you that have been listening to me for a long time, you sort of know that I do tend to ramble a bit. So, But I'm going to try to be mindful of that. All right, let's get going here. Why do you have a why do you have to have a tall guy? Well, it's again probably not a big news flash, but I, I know I've put it out there several times. I'm tall, so I'm 5'10. And I've always been tall. And when you're tall as a female, you have what I've called or what, you know, what I've sort of labeled you tall girl syndrome. Now it doesn't matter what, how, what, what, what size you are at that height. Cause I'm not, I'm a, a, you know, maybe a little bit on the slimmer side, but, um, you just feel big. You feel bigger. You're, you are, you're bigger than everybody else. And that doesn't mean big in the sense of wide, but just that, you know, if I, as an example, a man, if I'm looking eye to eye, if a man's my height, it's, it's, it's not, it's not as sexy to me. I mean, I kind of feel like if we were jumped in an alleyway that I might have to defend him. (laughs) I don't like feeling like that. I'm a woman. I want to feel feminine. 
I want to feel the, I want to feel, I want to feel tiny and small. I want to feel like a five, three woman feels on a every day, you know, where she's like, oh, I can't reach that. (laughs) Could you help me? You know, she feels, she doesn't feel big. And so I know that sounds strange. It's going to sound strange, but you know, I, I, I like, I love the contrast of a man versus my my female feminine figure. And I do actually like the fact that I'm taller and a little bit slimmer because then when I'm with a guy that's bigger, you know, I have I'm smaller. I'm a lot smaller, you know, my, my, when he hugs me, I feel like he's big and, um, you know, and he can pick me up and throw me around and in the bed, you know, like, 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 again, like smaller women just are probably used to all the time. So that's a, that's a trait for me. And, and as I go down in the height scale, it just doesn't, I don't feel as, I don't know, feminine, petite, fragile, breakable, you know, like just womanly. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't, It's. I know it's weird, but that's just what does it for me. That's just part of my, that's, that's ingrained in me. Like I need, I need a bigger guy. And, um, I, you know, I mean, I wanted to feel like he could just snap me like a little twig and, and overpower me. And then, you know, it's hot. I don't, I, I'm, I'm, I wish you could see my face right now because I'm kind of blushing and I'm smut and I'm grinning and smiling because it just, it just makes me feel so good when, you know, when I'm with a bigger guy. I mean, I just, that's why I feel like I'm with a man. I don't know. I love it. It, it, it sends, it does it for my little girly brain, you know, and uh, it just, it just does. I need, I need a man. I need a man. I have, I have another friend that's um, really tall too. She's five uh, eleven, and and she's all legs as well. And her husband is six seven, I think, and he's. Oh, super handsome, super hot. And yeah, I mean, like just, and, and, and I get it. I get it. Like you just, you need, just need that. I don't know. Again, again, I just chalk it up to tall girl syndrome. Of course it's not that I'm, you know, it's not that those guys aren't, you know, masculine and, you know, just cause they're short. Of course they are, you know, just, but it's a preference. It's a preference. I know I get, see, I, every time I, I feel like I have to defend this all the time because I get a lot of questions about it. And the, and, and a lot of guys that are, uh, you know, when I say shorter, of course they're not short, but to me, they're shorter, uh, you know, so six foot and below. And they all say, oh, it's the same size in bed and I'll rock your world. And it, it, it you know, part of it is a mental thing and you're just not going to get around that. You're not going to be able to overcome it. 
again, that's not to say, and I'm not trying to, it's not to say that I, nobody ever has, or that I haven't been with somebody that was, you know, between my height and, you know, six, one, of course I have. And, and that's fine, but I know my lane. I know where I'm the most, just where I feel the most turned on and I'm what I'm most drawn to. And, and that just happens to be it. So there you go. I hope that makes sense. I feel like I've explained it a few times, but maybe, maybe this, this time, you know, I don't know, maybe, maybe I said something different this time. Okay. Have you ever had a wet dream? Well, and this question came from, I believe this guy's 21, a little 21 year old that likes to direct message me. And he's very cute. Although 21's a little bit below my, (laughs) my messaging doesn't make me a naughty girl. It just means that I'll mess, I will answer you. Uh, anyway, he did ask, he says, have you ever had a wet dream? And yes, I have. And it's kind of interesting how good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. That's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictly anonymous podcast.com and click on be on the show. There are over 90,000 people missing at any time, and over half a million are reported missing every year. And that's just in the United States. I'm Mike Morford. And I'm Jess Betancourt. And in our podcast, Missing Persons, we discuss cases of people who have gone missing under mysterious circumstances. And we're joined in each episode by guests who are either related to the missing person, investigating their disappearance, or advocating for answers in the case. Missing Persons is available everywhere you listen to podcasts, and there are dozens of episodes to binge on right now. Subscribe today so you don't miss an episode. You can, I, so basically I was dreaming that I was having sex and I woke up and well, I was starting to have an orgasm in the dream. And then I woke up and I was actually having one. And the interesting thing is my hands were nowhere near, I wasn't touching myself, nothing. So it's really fascinating to me how powerful our, our, our brains are and our minds are. And again, you know, that, that's sort of a, I guess a good segue off of question number one, because it really speaks to just, again, these little things we have in our head, these little predispositions, they're strong. I mean, they really will make or break a sexual experience and an encounter and the type of interaction you have with a partner or, you know, will or won't have. And they can also really stifle maybe something that could be good, but you know, it's, again, it's just like your, your brain is just like, nope, nope, nope. And I don't know why, I don't always know why, but you know, I, I know enough about myself just to not fight it and go with it. I, I've only had the, so the wet dream has only happened to me once. I would love it if it happened again. It just hasn't. So uh, you know, but I have had, I mean, I certainly have had sex dreams, but I just didn't wake up, you know, wake up and in the middle of an orgasm. Hopefully, hopefully that's not the last time it happens. <laughs> um, okay. 
What's the biggest thing you've learned about yourself throughout this? Well, hmm. first of all, that that's a um, still ongoing, and I don't know. You know, it's going to be interesting when I I have some. Well, I, I do. I do sort of know. Let me. I'll, I will answer that, but. I think where I'll be better able to answer that is at the end of the year. Once this is all done and I can really look back over everything, go back, listen to some of the podcasts, reread some of the blog posts. You know, I mean, it's really interesting. I, this is going to sound awful, but I was even looking at some of the guys. I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, I forgot about him. I mean, like, (laughs) you know, uh, some of the one hit wonders and, you know, it just, it's been a very interesting experience. And I think the, you know, the biggest revelation probably is that this question didn't say what the, what's the biggest revelation, but I'm going to sort of modify it a bit. And the biggest thing I've just, that's been so shocking in the revelation part is the think just the whole draw to the BDSM world. I had no fucking clue how spot on a lot of that was going to be for me. And when that door just flew open, you know, it's just been, it's been a slow, steady, kind of methodical descent deeper and deeper and deeper into it. And I know I've said this before, but I literally thought I'm going to try that. I mean, I really just thought, Oh, I'll, I'll get some spankings, maybe some handcuffs, um, you know, maybe tied up and then I'll scratch that off the list because that was on my original, um, sex bucket list. And it, 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 it just shifted so much for me tremendously and kind of took what I thought I knew and turned it on its head. And when that happened, you know, I was just really able to look at a lot of things again. And, you know, probably some of this is a little redundant, but, you know, I've said like, it makes sense to me now why, you know, the two guys that I really just was into the most, had the strongest draw to, loved the most, those were dominant guys. And I didn't actually kind of realize that that's the nature, that was the nature of our relationship. It wasn't so much sexual, although very mildly it was, but just in our interaction and the way I reacted to them and the uh, how they could keep me in line where others couldn't, that makes any sense. Meaning that I'm just this little ball of energy and kind of, kind of naughty, like almost like, you know, I have this sense like, you know, like, like a, like an animal kind of knows, okay, who's the top, who's the top dog here and what can I get away with? And what, you know, 
maybe, maybe saying it in animals, not the right way to put it, but just like a, like, like a naughty child, you know, like a naughty little girl who like, I'm like, you know, like when someone is in the room with authority and you're like, oh, you make, you're going to push some buttons and still maybe, you know, poke, poke, poke the bear because you can't help yourself. That's just, you just can't because you have to sort of establish and you want to find out where your boundaries are. But yeah, I mean, so those guys just, they weren't having it. They're like, nope. And they knew how to keep, they knew how to handle me, you know, without sort of, it's like they knew how to handle me without squelching that in me, without trying to snuff that little flame out. And so either guys will come along and get burned by that because they're not dominant enough, or you have a power struggle and and a guy wants to just snuff that out. And you can't snuff it out. So you have to learn how to be a handler, a good handler of it, you know, and know how to sort of channel that and focus it. So those guys did. I didn't really understand that's what they were doing back then because I just didn't know about all, I just didn't know what I didn't know back then. Now I kind of like, whoa, I'm, you know, I'm getting it. All these little light bulbs are going off and I'm seeing different things and I'm feeling different things and I'm realizing different things. So and who knew? I mean, who fucking knew that just do, saying, I'm going to do this sexual road trip, you know, and, and try and try these things that this would probably be one of the most pivotal key things I ever did to sort of just understanding parts of myself that I didn't know were there or that I, I knew were there, but I didn't know how to apply them sexually or how they worked sexually. So, um, that's, you know, that's just kind of, that's, that's, I'm just getting into kind of the tip of the iceberg, right? With that answer. Because like I said, I feel like at the end of the year, I will be able to answer that a lot better. And, um, but there you go. So hope that, hope that kind of gave you, uh, somewhat of an, uh, understanding. Uh, oh, and here, well, there's, okay. So the next question, why are you stopping this at the end of the year? Well, um, because it's too much, it's too much to keep up with. I, I've really veered my, my original, original intention, I won't say has been completely met, but that's in all fairness, because I didn't know the parameters were very loose and I didn't know which way this would, uh, all of this would be taking me. And then I'm having all these, you know, relationships that range from super casual, you know, from the one hit wonders to guys that, I mean, like literally like Clark that I've been seeing from the get go. I mean, yeah, I don't remember what, you know, where he was in the lineup, but that, you know, have been part of this, you know, however, um, 
pronounced or not pronounced. They, they, you know, they've just been part of this the whole time, you know, and some guys have come and gone and some guys are still, I mean, you know, B E D cowboy N. Um, and you know, I mean, we know each other. It's, it's a trip. I didn't, I didn't expect that. I, and again, I didn't really know what I, what I thought would happen, but so, you know, and maintaining, maintaining all that while I'm trying to experiment, do different things, scratch things off my bucket list, uh, going through the motion, all the emotions that, that makes you feel, you know, you're trying to keep it all straight in your head and, and in your, you know, I mean, and somewhat, you know, of course in your, in your heart too, as you start to really care about people. Um, and then blogging about it, staying up on the blog, staying up on the podcast, it has become a lot. And, um, if I didn't have to do anything else, but this, I still wouldn't, (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I don't, again, maybe if I monetized it, but that was never the intention, you know, and, 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 you know, it just, it, it, it's not, it's not sustainable. I mean, I've said this before, like it all runs on me, you know, and as, as the people that have followed me throughout this whole time frame know, life happens, stuff happens, shit comes up, you know, and, and that you aren't expecting like big life events, big changes. And you just can't, you know, you, it's, um, it's hard to do, hard to do. So I, and I'm, and I'm a little tired of, there's a part of me that's a little tired of sharing because I, which I know I have people laugh at this. I've said this before. Like, I'm really kind of introverted. It's not, I don't necessarily like to share. I hate to talk about feelings and all that stuff. And I've really been honest and put myself out there. And there's a small part of me that feels like, it's not fair. You know, I do it, but I'm not on a level playing field with any of the other guys. They can listen or not listen, read or not read, whatever, but they get huge insights into me and what's going on. And, um, I don't always get the same. I don't get the exact equivalent back. And, which of course I don't, but still on some level, it's like, you know, I feel, I feel more exposed than them. And, and I feel exposed in general. And, and, and I don't, I just, I'm like, "Ah, okay, I'm done with it. I I've got my, my, my badge of courage here. I've really pushed myself out of my comfort zone into a uncomfortable subject while, you know, while you're dealing with not just not one relationship, all these relationships, and I'm talking about them and I'm really, really trying to push myself to be honest. And I'll tell you what, the closer it gets to the end of the year, you're probably going to hear some shit. 
<laughs> you are going to hear some shit. Hold on to your hats. I am going to be more honest about everything. Um, not in a bad way. No, I mean, just more, I'll, I'll put it out there more about, you know, I think what I'll, I, what I'm, when I go back and listen to things in retrospect, I plan on doing that at the end of the year, doing a bunch of recaps, you know, really kind of drawing it to a conclusion. But, you know, I'm going to go back and say, you know, I remember when I said that and I'll tell you, I said this, but what was really going on was, eh, you know, I was really feeling hurt or, you know, sad or whatever. You know, I, I, I'm just, you get the idea. I'm just putting it out there, but I'm, that's, you know, I'll go back and really kind of be able to bring that all together. Um, here I go. See, I'm on a rambling tangent. Where, where, I don't even remember what the damn question was. Oh, why am I stopping this? Um, it's. Yeah. So I can save. And lastly, so I can save you people from, from listening to rambling. Okay. There we go. You don't talk about Clark very much. Why not? Well, I have been, if you notice, I have been talking about him lately a little bit more. Um, because we are interactions in and out and, um, Let's see. I'll let me dish a little bit about Clark. I'll dish a little bit. Um, so when I first met him, I was physically just overwhelmed. <laughs> um, and then was you know as we. We, we clicked emotionally right away too. So it was like, mm, I mean, there's a lot going on here. And that's, he was really the first guy that I felt like, I don't know that I can, I can just really kind of say everything that I'm thinking and feeling about him. And... I just held back, you know, I held, I held, held back. And as I got to know him better, his, he was not what I expected or what I saw coming. Um, he is this, Extremely, just, you know, just a, a 10. I, in my, my, you know, for me, a 10. I, 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 gorgeous, 6'5". You know, I mean, he's like just my... If you if you lined up the guys that I normally gravitate towards, one of my friends could, with a blindfold on, pick him out. You know, like they could line up like, who do you think, which of these guys do you think that, you know, Layla's seeing? And, you know, he he has the, he has that look, you know, how some people just like have a, not all the time, but you have, there's some, there's a recurring theme. Okay. Well, he would be part of the recurring theme. And, and then, but in addition to that, he's so very complex. It's a very complex, interesting, sensitive, and super introverted 
human being. And I just kind of felt like I would protect that part. You know, I did, wouldn't talk about it. And, um, but I think now that it's getting towards the end, I don't think he'd care. I think it's okay. Yeah. I mean, he, all the guys I like are dominant. He is not. He's the only one. And so when I started to realize that the draw and the attraction is still so much there. And the, you know, interesting part is that he's really more submissive. So it gets a little confusing for me because I'm very interested at this point in my life, right, with having someone that's more dominant or at least could go either way. And I think that he can go you know, he can, he could toe dip into the dominant side because physically, you know, he could snap me like a twig, no doubt about it, but that's not his nature. It really just, it's not who he is. He has this just softness and kindness and, um, he doesn't, he does not want to fuck you. He wants to make love. And so sometimes I really need that. And, you know, it's perfect, perfectly perfect, just at that. Um, and I, I just saw him last Friday. And it's always really wonderful, you know, when we're together. And for me, <laughs> I think for him too, but um, he's just, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I know it's like, and I'm, if you, I'm kind of gushing about him, but, um, because I've been so quiet about him, I guess for so long. And, um, he's, he's like, I really truly as a human being, love him. He's amazing. And, um, and I'm just really getting comfortable, I think with, trusting that, you know, I can, I can push him. See, because he needs to be pushed on the, with the submissiveness. And I've always been afraid to do that because I don't want to push him away. But I understand him better as, you know, and I've taken my time with that and I really get now that, you know, it's interesting because I get him better now because as I explore my submissiveness more, I get him better and I can, I can, you know, shit, I can be dominant over, over you. I mean, it's my, that's natural. That's sort of my natural state, you know, it's outside of the bedroom, but I can certainly apply it in the bedroom and, to a guy. Um, so, you know, he wants to know that I'm dating other guys. He wants to know why, you know, like get, he, he likes to, to, he wants a woman that 
is I think that he knows needs him emotionally and that, but she has to go out and seek out other guys for the dominance because he's not able to provide that. So it's so interesting because it's just on the, it's on the opposite end of the spectrum. And I'm trying to figure out how does it, how does all this work? How can I, you know, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> so I know that was a long, long answer about him. And this is the probably, this is the most revealing I've ever, ever been about him. But I really, I really, I really care about him. And so I just have been very private about him. And, and I don't know. And the truth is, I don't know where he fits in for me. And and how that really works with now what I kind of know about myself. It might work great, you know, if he needs me to, you know, sort of rub his face in the fact that I'm seeing other <laughs> more dominant guys. That I can do. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it's it's interesting. It's really I've never run across a, a guy that, you know, where that was his, that was his lane. He is submissive. That's his lane. And I'm trying to figure out how to, how to, you know, give him what he needs while I get what I need and how does that all work? So anyway, that's, I guess, I hope I answered that question. Why I have not um, spoken about him much, but um, I have so much just, like I said, just, just love for him because he's just such a good guy. And, and, and I have to be careful not to, because as I said earlier, my dominant side can get if I sense a weakness and I don't want to turn that on him and, you know, and make, I worry about me and my turning that on him because that, you know, I can, I can overdo the, I guess the aggressiveness or I don't want to push him too far. And he I think, I know he wants his feelings kind of hurt a bit, but I don't know where that line is, you know, how, how nasty and mean to be because <laughs> trust me people oh <laughs> there is a big old bitch inside me that just <laughs> I have to ratchet it down so <laughs> it's natural it is natural so anyway there we go okay but that's Clark and and he's he's just lovely he really, really, he's a, he's, he is so amazing. Amazing. Okay. Uh, what makes you come the hardest? Hmm. Well, what makes me come the hardest? You know, it's interesting because that kind—I of, think that kind of changes a bit, and it has changed a bit as um, as time has gone on, and 
different things will, you know, I'll discover something new that just kind of makes me go bonkers. Um, I think that the most recent super intense revelatory orgasm, let's say, was um, with Cowboy N last time I saw him. He was fucking me in the ass. He put his fingers in me and I had the Hitachi all at the same time. I I don't know if I even I was think I was drooling. I don't I it was almost like my face had a stroke. Like I'm sure just I I can't imagine what the look on my face was. It's like I literally lost my mind with that one. The my whole body was shaking, just shaking. And that was the top to bottom, like whole body, full body orgasm. <laughs> it was pretty intense. And yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty, pretty damn intense. So Ooh, I'm having flashbacks right now. It it just shook me to my core. <laughs> it rocked my world, y'all. Yeah, it was it was a good one. Um, I mean, there was a that night was that night was intense. There was a lot of rock in my world that night. That was a that was a long. There was a lot going on that whole entire night, and I haven't written about it. You know, it's interesting. I haven't written about, mm, is it the last two or three times I've seen him? And there's been some mind blowers. And then, yeah, I mean, there's just been some shit going on. And that's me being quiet. And that's me holding back and just not wanting to put shit out there. And I probably need to just let it out. But, um, yeah, he's on a roll. <laughs> he's been on a roll. Um, so that's been interesting. And, uh, so there we go. Okay. Um, why? Oh, this is a good question. I'm glad somebody asked asked this so I could just go ahead and address it. Okay, why did you never do anything with your members only section? Well, I know. Okay, originally what I was planning on doing was doing a members only section. I know people would sign up and then you wouldn't get anything from me because it just, you know, uh, whatever software program I had that collected the email addresses, I've never really even, I know roughly how many subscribers are in there. I am so, so sorry. Shame on me. Let me out myself right now. Subscribers. Uh, I know I, I, I had planned on doing a bunch of stuff with that section and then what 
it got to be, I got over, I guess I got overwhelmed a little bit. There was, I bit off more than I could chew. And here's, let me tell you, let me explain something. Uh, running, just having the website, having the sound engineer, doing the podcast, getting, answering people's questions, um, you know, uh, and then writing the blogs, all that stuff. It's just to do as a side hobby, a side hobby. You have your regular life and then you do that. It's a lot. It's more than I realized it would be sincerely, sincerely. And so I've just been doing my best job. Like I just had to start focusing on, you know, just make sure you're putting stuff out and you're being honest and you're, you know, going out there and doing what you said you were going to do as far as, you know, the, the dating, you know, and the, and the, and the fucking, you know, and trying new things and pushing your limits and all that stuff, all the original, the, the, you know, the grassroots intention. You know, building up a members only section and a list and all that, you know, that's really more the business side of things. And I just didn't want to turn this into a business. I didn't want to monetize it. And I certainly played around with it. And that thought still comes in and out every once in a while. But I don't know. I kind of think it just, I really feel like it takes away from the intention and what it's really supposed to be about. It's not a moneymaker. It costs me money. It costs me time and money because I have to produce, pay for the production of the, with this, for the sound guy for the episodes. And then I have to, um, pay for the website. And this is not a cheap site. This isn't like a GoDaddy site that I'm housing all this on. It's specifically for podcasters. And so it makes, you know, it, it integrates a lot of stuff that you'd have to use multiple kind of third-party websites in conjunction with each other in order to do a podcast. So it streamlines it, but it's more expensive. And that's fine. Um, so, you know, it's just, it's different, right? Different. And um, I didn't, I just didn't get, I couldn't put the effort, extra time and energy and into taking it as far as I re- originally would have liked to. Well, you know, again, I'm still trying to think, is there something, once I shut this down, is there something I can do with it to sort of keep it going in some small way, or maybe I could monetize it then, or, you know, just, or, or, or put a different spin on it. I don't know. I'm still kind of convexing about that idea. You know, I mean, my business mind just can't quite let it go, <laughs> but, um, you know, but I, I, I don't know. I'll have to be, I, I'm still thinking about that, but the point is, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't do what I said I was going to do with the, you know, with the build up that members only area. And I just didn't get to it. So I apologize. And you never know. You never know. I might think of something clever to do after the end of the year. And we'll see. I'm not making any promises. I'm just saying it's certainly something I'm considering. Okay. Uh, I know you love cock sucking. Do you have a certain kind of cock that you love to suck? Well, I don't know. A certain kind of cock. I guess um, 
one that's big and hard and washed, <laughs> clean, good hygiene, <laughs> nothing funky. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, a certain kind of cock. I don't know. Like, oh, does it swing left? Does it swing right? Up, down? I straight out. Um. I'm not like a, I don't, I'm not like a cock snob. I'm not a size queen. Um, no, I just, as you, you know, as you know, from my blowjob podcast, I'm just getting more into it. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, 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 uh, it's almost, re- it's like, re- it's almost relaxing. Like I, <laughs> you know, I can sit there and just go for a long time and it just gets me in a zone. I like it. It gets me totally turned on, excited, wet, very, very, very wet. And it's kind of like, for me, it's foreplay too. So I just enjoy doing it. All right. Um, but no, I don't have like a certain, I've seen that. I've seen girls say, oh, I don't like a, you know, I, there has to be, I don't want a bent one or a blah, blah. I, I don't care. It can bend as long as it, as long as you can get it in and it's, you know, if you can get it up, I, I can work with it. <laughs> How about that? Well, I guess you're not. Yeah, as long as we can get it in my mouth, I'll, 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 I'll be clever and figure something out. Okay. Um, I send. Oh, I know who this is. I send you a lot of direct messages, and you only respond to a few. Why is that? <clears throat> well. I get, um, I'll tell you why. Again, I get what people don't probably know, and I'm not, you know, I'm not boohooing here. I mean, I'm, I'm thankful that people reach out. I, tr- I really, really am. Um, but I get anywhere from 50 to 75 messages a day at this point. It's too much. Again, this is not, if I sat there full time, I, I could sit at my desk full time and just answer shit. Um, I can't do that. And, and a lot of people want to, you know, uh, I guess want to me to go out, you know, I mean, it's, it's a lot of, it's, it's a lot, a lot of it's guys too, like, Hey, you know, that like they want to meet or they want to see if there's a potential to date, I am not on, on, you know, through my website and on any other f- social media just to reach out and meet potential dates. I, as I said before, I was on a, you know, a, a hookup site, a dating site for a while. Um, that that for i mean i haven't and i haven't it's interesting cuz i haven't met anybody new from there since last year but you know i'm also very social so you know i do i'm friendly <laughs> i can meet people out and about but um i just you know as far as the you know the direct messaging and then emailing me and things like that i'm i'm not i'm not open to it not open to it. And, um, 
nobody has convinced me. So, so nobody needs to feel bad here. Nobody's convinced me that's reached out direct messaging or emailing or anything like that to actually meet up with them. And I'm not trying to give you any false hope and saying, you know, I certainly never say never. I, you know, I was, I have to be careful what I say now because I hate to be contradicting myself, but I'm fairly, fairly certain that that will remain the case, Uh, you know, all the way through the end of this. It's just not, you know, I'm just, I'm not there to, you know, I'm not there to get people, you know, I don't need to be dick picked. I don't need to be, you know, I'm not there to, for sexting and, and, you know, giving you naughty pics and exchanging pictures and all that, you know, it cracks me up when people are like, well, let's, we can just sex or we, let's just, uh, you know, uh, let's FaceTime. And, you know, I'm like, what for? I have, do you, my dance card is full. I'm, if I want to get off and nobody's around, I will go masturbate and then I'll get my dates lined up. And I get to go see people that I really like and are, and, and are, I have a lot of sexy fun with. They know my body. I know theirs. Do you know what I mean? This is, I don't need to reinvent the wheel anymore. So, um, and it's not a slide on anybody. It's weird. It's like, I feel bad. People, you know, like they get upset and they, you know, well, I get, I get a lot of flack for it. Um, but I just... It's not my thing. That's not, I'm, you know, I'm, it's not what I'm there for. And it would be great if, you know, if that was understood, I try to say that very politely. I try to be really nice to everybody. And, um, but you know, seriously, you have, you know, I probably, you know, I chat, I chat with the most, or I like chatting with the most with are the girls. The girls are fun. I love chatting with the women. Them, I will chat with. I'll flirt with them. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, but, you know, I just, I'm not, yeah. I do my best. I do my best to get back to everybody. Please be patient. And then, you know, but if you were kind of doing that, maybe thinking that you're going to meet me live and in person or something like that, it's, I just don't think, I just don't see it. I don't see it. Okay. All right. Um, I know you said cowboy and is not your dom, but will that change? Could that change? Uh, let me see. How do I feel this one? Uh, well, as I said before, you know, I'm not his son. He's he doesn't consider me his sub. Let's start there. Um, so that it's not just about me because there's, that's a two way street. He doesn't consider me a sub and I don't know what his, you know, what his past dynamics with subs are or have been, you know, I mean, I, I, I get stories and things like that. I don't, but I haven't really like said, Oh, tell me, you know, specifics and things like that. Um, and, so I'm pretty sure he's pretty hip to the fact that, you know, I'm not, I mean, he's, he said as much like, you know, you're, I'm not, I'm not a sub, but that doesn't, 
um, I don't really think either one of us is kind of barking up that tree, you know, like, um, that it, that's, it. I mean, please don't, I hope, I hope the person that sent this isn't assuming that that's his end all or that's what he's gunning for, because I pretty, I'm like 99.9% sure, you know, that's, he doesn't care about that. He's not looking for that, um, specifically, you know, I mean, it doesn't, I don't think that matters to him. Uh, we're just having fun doing what we're doing and also, you know, pushing boundaries and things like that and seeing where it goes as far as how far he can push me. I don't really know. I mean, I don't know that he, I don't think he knows either. I mean, neither one of us really know on that level. Um, and that's, that's what we're doing. It's just, you know, we're just kind of enjoying ourselves and figuring that, figuring that out can, you know, you, it does continue to get, go, you know, go farther and that's fun. Um, so, you know, when, when I guess the part of this question, will that change? Could that change? Well, I guess, you know, look, anything's possible. Fucking monkeys could fly out my ass, I guess. I don't, you know, I don't see that per se, but who the hell am I to say? There's been a lot of shit that I didn't see coming. <laughs> so maybe I'm the wrong person to ask at this point. Maybe I need to get him back on and ask him that question. I don't know. He's probably better to answer it than me. Um, it's just, you know, right now, uh, I guess it's just fun, enjoyable, and um and, and it, it, we'll see. I mean, who, you know, who knows? I, I don't really, I guess I don't have, uh, it's a bit of a stumper. I don't have a good answer for that because like I said, I, I hate to say never, you know, or no, because <laughs> every time I do, it seems I just get egg in my face, but, um, I suppose it could change. I, I mean, I, I suppose that's, that, you know, that, that anything is, could change, you know, and that's possible. I, I, I'm not really, um, I'm not really thinking about it in that context though. I'm just more trying to really find where my, my limits are and how far I can go with it. And, um, and he's really good about participating in that little road trip. So <laughs> there you go. Okay. Um, I love BE describe his cock in detail. <gasps> oh, um, that's too bad. Maybe I could put a picture of it. Maybe I'll ask him, can I post a picture of your cock? Um, I love BE too. I mean, God, what's not to love about him? He is, he's 
the complete. He's the real deal. He is the real deal. The complete package. And um, his cock. Um, it's it it so it it does. His has a it does it has a hook kind of, you know. Hooks, hooks down a little bit, and um. So let me see if I can like in detail. Okay, I'm closing my eyes here. So it's, I would, it's definitely bigger than average. Um, it's, it's long. It's not too long, but it's lo- it's long. And the interesting thing, so it's at the head. It's a, it's not as pronounced it's not like a huge like mushroom head like a big mushroom head that overpowers the shaft it's about i think i'd say roughly around the same size as the shaft but what's interesting is maybe 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 tiny a tiny tiny bit smaller um than the shaft but what's interesting about the shaft is so once it leaves the head i'm getting into detail here once it leaves the head just a little ways down the road there, it gets thicker. Like, and then when he's really turned on, it's super thick and super hard. So that's, yeah, that's, that's the BE cock right there. Um, and he knows how to use it. So I cannot complain. It's it's great inside me. It's great to suck on. It's a good one. All right. I hope that, I hope that, um, answers that question. Oh, okay. Next one. Have you had anal sex with D? If not, would you? Well, no, I have not had anal sex with D. Um, would I? I don't know. I don't know. That is something. I mean, I mean, now you got me kind of thinking about it. I got, maybe I can, I don't know. I'd be a little worried. I mean, you really, I know that, well, okay. Everybody, most people know that I did, I fisted, um, BE. So obviously when done right and properly and over, you know, you, you get somebody loosened up and, you know, anuses can stretch and then they go right back. Um, but I would, so I'm looking at my wrist and and I actually, I mean, that's not counting my hand. I can sort of bend my hand. Now I'm looking at it. I can kind of put my thumb underneath my the, my palm and almost make my, my hand like a straight shot to my wrist. Almost. Knuckles kind of make it a little bit bigger. But so I think my, looks like my wrist, kind of my, my, my wrist moving up to my forearm is about as, oh, Hold on. I just put my fingers around. Oh, I have to take it back. No, that's not, it's not as thick as him. My wrist is not as thick as him. Okay. Take it back. Never mind. I don't know. <laughs> that's, that would take a lot of, um, deep 
slow breathing, <laughs> very being very calm, maybe a muscle relaxant. <laughs> uh, you know, <clears throat> I almost there's a part of me, a little sick part that's like that. It's like you want to why why do you want to you know climb Mount Everest because it's there. I mean, I kind of now I'm kind of thinking, oh, maybe I could, but um, that's a big deal. That's a biggie. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It might feel really good. I don't know. It's hard to say. I'm going to take a pass on that one. I mean, I'd have to be really brave. I'd have to be in a real, I'd have to be in the right mindset. I could try it. I could just try it. I just don't know. I, I, I have a hard time thinking and believing how my, how that would physically work, but Maybe, maybe, maybe. I'll say maybe on that one. How about that? Okay. Um, what do you like most about each of the guys you see? Oh. All right. That's my last question. Good one. Okay. Let me see here. Let me take, sorry, I'm getting, this is going long. So let me take a little sip here of water so I don't have such dry mouth. Mm. Also, I've got my little dog snoring in the background. I hope you can't hear her. Um, But if you hear some slight faint snoring, that's what it is. Okay. Let me start with B.E. I love his openness. Um, I just love how I can talk to him, tell him anything. I, I just really trust him and I, like, I know, I know that the basis of our, I mean, there's no doubt, look, we are, we are, we are wildly crazy attracted to each other. So I'm not. So I'm trying not to, I mean, I think that's pretty obvious, right? So I'm trying, I'm trying to just focus on like the things that people maybe don't know about him as a person. Um, that's kind of the way I'm taking this, you know, obviously we all know the sexy thing. So I'm going to kind of forego that a little bit and just try to kind of tell you about each of them as a person. Okay. So, um, B.E. is the kind of guy that just would give you the, you know, just give you the shirt off his back. I mean, he is a genuine, uh, great guy. You, when you're with him, you feel as a woman, I mean, amazing, amazing. And that it's, I don't know how he has this way. I mean, he just has this way about making you feel so special and so good. And so I, yeah, he's just wonderful. I mean, and I mean, you can, you can talk, I mean, you can go deep with him. You can talk about stuff. You can really talk about stuff. And I like that. I mean, it can't just be, you know, at this point, it's not just about the sex. 
you have to be connecting on different levels too. And so with him, you know, I really do. Um, Clark, I'll talk about him. I, I, which I really kind of, I know I really talked about him in the beginning of this podcast. Um, such. So when you look at him, you know, you kind of go, damn, you know, I think it's easy to get like, when somebody's very attractive, you can get stuck on just that. But there is so much, there is such a deep, 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 deep end in that pool. I haven't even hit the deep end. I'm going to need my scuba gear, you know, to get down there. And just an amazing sweetheart. Uh, This guy would not hurt a fly. And gentle and very loving and wants to connect. Um, Can really just... I mean, some of the things I've shared with him are very, some deep, deep, deep fucked up shit <laughs> of mine, you know, just like, and it's so, it's like, oh, you know, you, I can, I, I can exhale when I'm with him. I never, I never worry about having to be anything other than me. And he's, you know, with him, it's, it's, it's all about the connection and the, and the intimacy. He's intimate. He's very intimate and, um, and funny. And every once in a while, he'll throw something out there and I'll just, I mean, it, it's so funny and you don't see it coming because, you know, ladies like a lot of times you just kind of. You know, he's really soft-spoken. His voice is really calm and soothing. And he says mine is. I'm like, oh, honey, I don't think so. But um, he says he, lo- he loves my voice, but I love his. I love his voice. It relaxes me. So, um, yeah, he's just, he's kind of like beautiful inside and out. That's what I'll say about him. And then D. D is, he's very worldly and smart. And same thing, very, very deep end in that pool. You can tell him stuff. You can talk about, you can talk about the heavy shit and... And, and you need, you know, and, and you need that. You need to be able to, you know, feel like you can, and I trust him, you know, I mean, you're, you, you, you can be open with, with him and, um, and it's just, it's effortless and, and he's funny. Oh my God. That guy makes me laugh a lot. 
I mean, he just throws some zingers out there. And I, that just gets me. I love, I love, I love to laugh. I mean, you know, someone that makes me, someone has a good sense of humor. I just, I need that. I really do. Um, and yeah, I'm always, I'm always, I always feel really good when I'm with him and I smile a lot and he's a good hugger. (laughs) I'm trying to, I'm trying not to go into the physical, Um, but you know what I mean? Some people just like really, I don't know, you know, like it's not some little like PTA mom hug, you know? Like how women hug each other. And I was like, it's weird how they like, they'll just like give you that little pat on the back. I like to hug somebody. I like to give an embrace. Like I really want that person to feel like I, like I'm, I'm saying hello. Like anyway, um, he definitely does that. And he's fun. I mean, he likes to do stuff, travel, you know, gun range. I mean, he, you know, he's good with, the activities and getting out and um, having adventures. So that's D. Um, let's see. Oh, Cowboy N. So, yeah, there we go. Um, I saved the most interesting dynamic for last. <laughs> um. What do I like most about him? Well, first and first, I mean, the first thing that pops into my head is he, I think the cow, I, I, ugh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's by a narrow margin, narrow margin, but I'll say cowboy and gives the best hugs. I don't know what it is. He just, he's good. He's good with the hugs. Um, I remember the first time, like, I know I'd said this before, like the first time I had the first time after I first met him and we spent some time together and then he left. And then when he came back, I, and he gave me, you know, just to say hello, like, cause we hadn't seen each other. He gave me this hug and I was like, whoa. I mean, I like, I felt something. I was like, holy shit. This guy just like something shifted in my mind that day. I was like, whoa. Um, so, and then every time I, s- I haven't seen him and I see him again, I'm always looking forward to that first hug. I don't, maybe it's our height differential. I don't know. It's like, maybe it's like right where, where my head fits on his chest. I don't know. I don't know. But I tell you what, there is something about a cowboy and hug. It's, you don't even need like, that would sell more than at, you know, than, than like a kissing booth, you know, like the hugs, the hugs, they're damn good. Um, he's so sharp and quick witted and I love a good banter and he and I play off each other quite well. Um, I love that banter. I mean, just like he does not like very seldom, very seldom will I say something that he doesn't have a quick comeback for. Um, 
So I think there's been only like two times where I'll say something. He's like, well, um, oh, you know, like he doesn't, he just doesn't boom. You know, he, when you serve that ball, he serves it right back. Um, and he's very fun. He is, he's fun. You know, we rode, we rode across a couple states in a car together. I haven't told anybody this. Um, and you know, if you can spend that much time with somebody, whether, whether you're talking or not, just like you like being around them. I just like being around him. I really do. Um, every, I, he's, he's interesting in the fact that I don't think he spends a lot of time putting, I think he's selective about, you know, his little inner circle. You know, I think there's um, like, as general rules, I think myself, I'll put myself in this boat too. Myself, um, D, B, E, Clark. I think as a general rule, we're, you know, we were very, we could just be very friendly and bubbly and all that. He's very sincere. So, you know, you know if he likes you and you know if he doesn't. So you kind of know where you stand. And you're not going to get, you're not going to catch him just being in, I don't think, you know, just, I guess fake maybe would be the way to put it. Like, he just like, you know, it's like, you'll know whether, whether you're well received or not. And that could be, you know, whether he's talking to the person on the street, someone serving him food, helping him to store, whatever. It It's like, you know, he, he's just kind of honestly and genuinely like, like walking around being who he is. And he's not, uh, throwing a switch and then being bubbly and then throwing it off. I do that. I'll throw, you know, and I, I, th- and I think a lot of people do. It's just more like, okay, well, I'm just going to be, pol- I'm being polite, you know, and boom. And you're, you know, your voice goes up and you change and you're, you're being a little more personable. He stays pretty much true to himself. And you know what? I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, and he's not, he, he'll tell you, you know, he, 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 the conversations with him aren't as as easy as the other guys, but it's also when he tells you something, you know, he means it. And not that, and not, not that other guys, it's just like, you just kind of know, you know, when you, if you get him to open up, um, that what he's telling you has, has value to him. And so you should be, you know, really should pay attention. Although he says, I don't. <laughs> I do. I lo- I selectively listen. Sometimes I'm, sometimes I gotta, you know, keep some things out, but, um, but he's active and fun. And I mean, you know, he'll, he likes to go on adventures and, and, um, you know, shit, he road tripped in a car with me. I mean, who wants to be trapped for, 
a couple states in a car with me. <laughs> he did. He did it. I don't know whether he, he might he might never <laughs> do that again, but he did. Um, so he's just, you know, he's a lot of fun. Um, and and like when you get to know him, you know, when you it it takes a while, but when you, you know, when you really get to know him, he's pretty exceptional. So there you go. I hope that, um, I hope that, and I hope I did this justice. This is a fucking long podcast. Ugh, hour and 14 minutes. Okay. I've done enough talking. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Questions or comments. You guys know what to do and keep listening because there's more to come. All right. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com, and join my subscribers-only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.